Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including BoJack Horseman, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hey. It is the final season of BoJack Horseman, and we'll be breaking it all down on our recap podcast for season 6B of BoJack. Uh, The final eight episodes of the show dropped yesterday, recording this Saturday night on Netflix. Um, The the second half of season 6, we covered the first eight episodes um, their own podcasts. Uh, find that at overlyanimated.com. All of our Bojack stuff, search for Overly Animated Bojack, and our YouTube is youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Um, yeah, the, the final season, including the series finale of one of the um, best, most influential show, animated shows and just shows in general uh, yes. that we've been talking about for a while. Very big deal, Bojack ending, and make sure you've seen the finale and everything that that happens go watch on netflix come back we're gonna get into spoilers right away here um for bojack season 6b uh so yeah it's it's a lot to wrap our heads around and break down but how about we start off with just briefly what what did you think of the season did you like it how did you react when watching it michelle well, it's a lot, right? Mm. This show has been on for years and years, and it felt like there was a lot to be wrapped up, but I honestly do feel really good about where everyone's at now. Um, and everyone's at a pretty good place, except for Bojack. But he could be worse, right? He could be dead, so everyone has like a chance to move forward. Um, I was feeling pretty... like good and really into everyone's stuff up until the last two episodes and then it's just like it was so much of a like stressful emotional roller coaster it it just left me with this feeling of like i like some parts of this so much because they feel really earned and like the best thing the show could do handling like bojack as a character mainly but also left me with this deep exist like you know bojack always gets deep and existential (laughs) at the end of its seasons but because this is the last one like it was just a lot and it still feels like a lot and it makes me really sad but not sad in a bad way just in a like yeah this really be life and it's really hard and oh man if you make mistakes you cannot come back from that sometimes and it's just gonna change things forever and that is just scary and hard to think about too much but it's important to think about and i feel like just bojack as a show handles that so deftly all the time so yeah i'm gonna miss the show a lot it's not always a happy fun show obviously but like you do learn a lot of things and it makes you think about yourself a lot and that's that is good that's good. Yes. That that be life and that That, that be life. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, as similar to uh that the, the series sometimes life's a bitch then you keep living. The, mm-hmm. the series finale, yeah. Okay. Alex, uh brief brief thoughts on the eight episodes we just got. Um that they, they were excellent. Uh, I I had a my usual Bojack experience, which is thinking <laughs> about my past self and also yes. oh God, what happens if this happens again. 
uh, worrying about the cycles that life brings you to. So Bojack continues to do that. And um, I'll comment on Michelle mentioning about like how we get to see everyone around Bojack. And I especially appreciate that part of this season where I feel like a lesser show would have gone fully all in on Bojack's situation, but this show has done a good job of keeping the arcs of the of the main cast um, relevant, and it feels good when we see that they all get a happy ending in their own different ways, uh, except for Bojack, which um, at the same time with, with Bojack specifically, I enjoy that uh, um, I mean we'll we'll talk more uh, more deeper about this, but I definitely think that while the initial reaction when I finished the ending was kind of an emptiness, but at thinking it over is like, well, this feels a lot more realistic to the way this would go on in real life versus yeah. the experience tailored for TV where you want a cathartic uh, conclusion, like something that says this is the end. But in real life, things just keep going. And that's not necessarily fulfilling as a TV experience, but BoJack has always been more uh, more focused on depicting men- the mental illness and uh, how how you deal with the issues that you've made for yourself in a realistic manner. And they did that down to the end. They didn't sacrifice that for making more of a spectacle of that final episode. So in the end, I just I really appreciate everything BoJack Horseman has done throughout its run. And I think that this season uh, did it in the way that they've always done it. And for that, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um I, yeah, I agree with that. This this felt like a very Bojack last last season. Like very very but yeah. It it was it was I think one of the I I so I really enjoyed it. Um I think the show ended strong and um the the 16 episodes together strong. I think maybe um this episode this this these eight episodes may be more solid. Um, although other than the, the, fin- I mean, there's, there's good ones in here, but, um, I really like the series finale. It's, it, this is like a very subdued ending for Bojack, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, this mm-hmm. whole season, very subdued. And, uh, like even the second to last episode, which had a, um, it's like very high concept kind of crazy episode. It's still very quiet for this type of episode. Like this, I do think this is one of the less flashy, uh, penultimate episodes from Bojack. Um, but it kind of fits yeah, with where Bojack is in his life, right? Like yeah. earlier in the season, we've had these flashier episode elevens because he's like in the depth, in like the the middle, the peak of his Hollywood performance, whatever. This season, we're like seeing him on the decline, and he's still finding new rock bottoms. So like, it feels very fitting in a way that like everything feels more muted than it would have when we were seeing him in the middle of his Hollywood career. Plus, like, honestly, the second to last episode was the most terrifying episode in the entire show, hands down for me. And that, that's, I mean, there's a lot of sad things that have happened in, in, like, seasons of BoJack, but just, like, the mounting concern of, like, where he is being so wrong. And, like, we'll get into it, but, like, it was very effective, and it just carries you through straight till the end. And it keeps, like, like Alex is saying, it's almost like, Bojack is so anti-cathartic and so anti, like, lulling you into that sense of security that we're so used to with, like, blockbuster media. And that's part of why I really love it for being so true to itself. At the same time, it's, like, it's hard because we're used to things being softened for us. And this is so not soft. It's just so messy and real and just... 
is hard, you know? And that's, like, going to be tough in its own way, even though it's not at all a bad thing what the show's doing. Yeah, I, I don't think less flashy in this case meant uh, bad. I think it's all very good what we got this season, and I do think it fits, like you guys are saying, where BoJack is and where the show is ending. Um, I think the finale is... Um, it's it's pretty remarkable in in like what it's doing and like how it executes it um and uh it it's it's is very melancholy uh and i don't know i hadn't considered that the end of bojack would be about how like all the main characters aren't like gonna see each other or bojack at least bojack's not yeah. seeing everyone anymore it's like and uh it's 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 like depressing but also um empowering like to a certain extent kind of it's it's very weird and we'll talk about that but uh and in in general i think um first half of the season i was way more interested in what bojack was doing than everyone else i think that's still true this second half but to a lesser extent so i think we we got to better like as we started to be like these are where these characters are ending it started to be it started to be a lot more interesting i think what everyone was doing particularly diane i think improved a lot this season mm-hmm. like, we, we yeah. ended really solidly with her um, but also just in general, like, even though I, like, really didn't care what we were doing with Todd and his mom, uh, just, like, what's, what's, where's Todd going to end up? I think so you start to, like, get a lot more invested, I think, in a lot of these people. Um, but so uh, I, I think, yeah, I think it's it's a really solid uh, second half to, Bo- to BoJack and the endings in particular, I think, very notable and good. And that's kind of the next thing I want to talk about, which is, like, how, how does this feel as an ending to, to BoJack? Like, I think we'd speculated a lot. What would happen to the character? Well, how is the mm-hmm. show going to go out? Um, and I think maybe surprisingly, the show does a lot of different things, actually. Like, it, it kind of is maybe aware of different things it could do to end the show. And it kind of does multiple things. Um, yes. Which is a, it's a, kind of like a pretty bold approach, Michelle. And what, no, it is. I, I never expected it to be able to do both. Because, like, I remember Dylan back last season i kept being like man like i feel like bojack really has to go to jail like that's the only thing that we sat for and you're like i don't know i feel like maybe he's gonna die though and like i scream so loud <laughs> when he's like put behind cars <laughs> because like there are all those fake outs at the beginning of the you, last you think episode he's dead through the entire think second episode. last episode and it's like again like that like emotional stress and whiplash just like carries you through it all and then it's like oh no he's in jail though but they did kind of give us both ways of that and i think it's really wonderful because it's showing both like the physical repercussions of like you know his addiction on his body and and the threat of death to that like you can't keep doing that to yourself with no consequences especially as you get older but then also the social like the social ramifications of that where everyone just hates him and he goes to prison and he, like, crosses that line, and he's doing his time, and, like, maybe it's even a good thing for him. But, like, the fact that he actually went to prison, I'm just so, yes. Because that's, <laughs> like, a consequence people understand, you know? Like, I don't want to do bad things because I could go to jail. So it's just very, it, it is kind of, that is one cathartic thing to see. Even though, like, he, I guess it's fine. Like, his jail's not that bad. <laughs> He watches movies sometimes, you know. He put on a play. He was into it, but uh, yeah. Maybe celebrity jail, but still it's jail. Yeah, there's this, like, looming uh, question is, like, is Bojack going to die? Is he going to face consequences? Yeah. And the show is, like, all of the above. Like, we have, yeah. a, Bo- we have a Bojack dies episode. Um, and I, I was I was someone that it was uh, kind of, like, wanting 
certain things that would come with a BoJack death. I think you guys made good points about why that wouldn't be an ultimately good conclusion. Um, maybe because uh, like the, this character is associated with like mental health stuff, and so him dying might be be bad for people. And also, just like maybe he needs to live to face his consequences. And like I think like the show is aware of that and accounts for that, and then also does the good things. Like like I I feel satisfied as someone that was like wanting wanting BoJack to die because like we kind of get that, and then we also get the uh, the consequences and. Um, like uh him being held accountable not just from jail but just shut out from the people in his life that he loves in the last episode which is just really sad um that's the most like that's the biggest consequence he really faces like that is that is harder than jail that's harder than a death to just be aware that the things you have done have irrevocably damaged those relationships and they just won't be in your life anymore and you're just gonna have to live with that always until later you know i think that's the hardest most personal thing that he lost but it's also so good you know (laughs) it's yeah like i i I think this is maybe the show's biggest thing it's saying at the end is uh is like the consequences of you being terrible are you gonna like not lose the people you're close with and at the end one of the most notable lines again with a lot of st- a lot of quotes from the Bojack and Diane scene at the very end of the of the show and um the, wouldn't wouldn't it be funny if this was the last time we ever talked um oh. and then they just sit in silence uh yeah. To the show. yeah um again not something i necessarily thought of or i think we necessarily talked about going in is like that this would be uh Bojack losing everyone um, it feels Although uh, for for a while we've talked about these being toxic relationships that Bojack has been you know holding up for all for this time. I feel like that's come up in previous season discussions. So the fact that we're finally getting to a place where the, his the the people close to him around him are getting to that same conclusion that we've been seeing from the outside also feels kind of fulfilling in that sense that. They've finally been able to make their own lives independent of the toxic influence that Bojack has provided for all these seasons. Yeah, that's a great way of saying that. And uh, and like this, this feels like so right in terms of consequences for Bojack, because how much consequence can a person like Bojack face? That's why I was maybe yes, liking yeah. the death type of thing, because it's like, okay, Bojack goes to jail for a little. He'd never go to jail for life or anything, and he'd never, you know, he'd always be able to rebound. He's getting projects at the end. But this is like the emotional toll he that his, his actions throughout the series have, have ultimately resulted in. And it's something that makes sense within the scope of the show, because at the kind of the, at the heart of the show is, is a sitcom where all the characters are like just interacting. And so that like, I think we're almost playing with like the core of the show and then how it's ultimately affecting Bojack with the consequences. It feels like very right to me doing approaching that in the last episode. I think also something to consider is that the show also drops hints of what his uh, future post losing these relationships is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Like we have this this drop. It seems like a drop thing that like him and Vance Wagner, this disgraced celebrity, are going to do a horny unicorn movie. And later on, I mean, it seems that that's still going on. Also, he gets erased from his the show that made him famous, made him a wholesome icon. He's just not going to be seen in that anymore so like you get the sense that even if he maintains his fame it's going to be kind of a sad descent you know so like even 
uh, on on top of losing his his support system, it, he's going to be forced to hang out with people that otherwise he wouldn't want to hang out with. But because of the decisions that he's made, he has to be he, he's gravitating towards influences that are not that are not great. And so you get, I mean, if he gets better from here, more power to him. But I think also part of why this feels sad is that you you get the sense from other stuff going on around this that it doesn't feel like Bojack has much going on for him after this. Yeah, like Princess Carolyn's not going to be his agent. They kind of like tease it like, oh, I'm going to need representation when I get out. And she's like, I can recommend some very good people. Yeah. Which goes, that says so much. And they have known each other so long and their relationship is one of the more complicated ones. I'd say Princess Carolyn and Diane are the most complicated. And like not even Princess Carolyn is going to touch that complexity again. She's She's moving on to bigger and better things. And she just... It's not right for her, and she knows that, and she, like, drew that line in the sand right there, and I was just like, wow, this is really coming from all sides, and it's, it's good, like, it's, I'm, I'm so glad all of them are doing better and finding themselves and being happy, but, like, yeah, like Alex is saying, it kind of shows, like, Bojack is kind of left with no real positive, super great people actively in his life anymore, and is that going to hurt his life and make him, like, I don't know. It's kind of scary that we'll never find out, but it does leave it on a very sobering note. Yeah, uh, definitely. And uh, we'll get back to, like, the uh, how it ends so poorly for Bojack and what the show has to say about that. But in terms of, like, the, the note it ends on, like, well, how do, you, how do we feel about the last episode of the show being... Um, kind of these vignettes of, of Bojack talking to the other main characters, having these one-on-one conversations. I think no one else really talks in, in the last episode. Um, and uh, we, we kind of get these these conclusions for the characters and then their conclusions for their relationship with Bojack. Um, very striking of that being just posed the day after. I feel like another very character-centric finale in The Good Place. Um, just like oh yeah. god, you, <laughs> Poor the, Alex. The, the good place finale and Bojack finale back to back truly killed me this weekend. <laughs> and I think they're I think they're pretty similar. I think we get good eyes like one after another for all the characters the like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, good place spoiler. <laughs> I don't know. Not, not a very plot-heavy finale, but uh, it, I think uh, I don't know. I certainly prefer the the BoJack one. Um, but uh, this this just in terms of this show, though, how do we uh, like? Is this what you'd imagined how to end the show with these series of conversations? And how does it kind of feel? Does it maybe it doesn't leave you feeling good? But how does it leave, make you feel about the show, Michelle? I think if you had asked me around maybe season three how I would have predicted this show ending, I would have assumed some of the characters just never would have found any happiness. Like, I would have assumed that Princess Carolyn would always be alone and always just be a queer woman who didn't quite have it all and that that would make her really upset or that Diane would always feel like she was too much and that no one really got that about her. But I think, like... If that had happened, and the reason I probably would have expected that to happen is because that is a kind of, you know, fetishizing of drama and sadness in its own way that 
we're kind of comfortable seeing in a lot of shows like that it's just so sad and there's a predictability to that sadness in these characters that like somehow that's comforting in a way but the fact that they all are doing okay and they're doing better than they were and they know themselves a lot more and they're they're cutting out the person that that hasn't that's just not gonna make them be the people they want to be and the people they are becoming I think is really wonderful because that's the exact opposite of what my expectation would have been a few years ago. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it's not allowing it to ever dip in, into that kind of like romanticized version of sadness, which is so easy to do. And we know what that looks like. We've seen it a million times and instead everyone's doing okay. And it's just Bojack who's going to be left behind. And his sadness is, is not like, <laughs> It's uncomfortable because it's anti-cathartic and it it just feels like you feel bad for him because we we understand Bojack. We know about his family. We know how he thinks about himself. We know all his regrets, but we also see a lot of problems with him. And it's not like we want him to fail because we hate him, but it's because like that's how the world should work. And the fact that it is working is still like painful to see with him, but it's just like... Yeah, it's a lot of emotions to summarize. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Maybe it's so you're saying it's like heartening in a way, like um, maybe positive in a way that there are consequences maybe still in the world for people. Absolutely. Um, even if it's someone who we relate to and care about to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that should be more normalized, which I feel like is something the show seems to care a lot about because it talks about it every season. So like in that way, it's just very true to the BoJack message of the show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Alex, what do you think of this this just this type of series finale for the show? Just a series of conversations. I feel like maybe like maybe there's the show could end it on like one of the trippy penultimate episode type things, maybe a more plot type thing, very character focused, very conversation oriented. Well, yeah, I feel like season we've always had like the episode 11 being the tri- the trippy out uh, like very experimental episodes and then the actual season finales tend to be these kind of like checking in on all the characters before we leave you until the next season. So in that sense, I think it fits very well with the season finale formula that they've done throughout the show. But like speaking to it as a ser- as a series finale, I-, I agree with a lot of what Michelle said. In terms of like, it feels good to know that the the other characters are gonna do well. We we can feel them in a good place, and we we see them taking um, taking uh, active actions. You know, they have agency over who they get to have relationships with. Yeah. And so that part feels good, but then it's balanced out by like be just being very sad. I mean, you, at least personally, like I do feel sad for Bojack because even. Even though we've seen all his mistakes, but in particular the the feeling of losing relationships over a mistake over mistakes that you've made, that particular thing is something that's happened to me in the past several times, and I'm pretty sure it's happened to many many if not all people at some point in their lives. Like we're not perfect, so we make mistakes, we endanger relationships, and we're left in that in that limbo of like you're desperate to grab any chance you can to like win it back like there are moments in that in that series finale where like you see bojack like getting excited about princess carolyn like bringing something up it's like oh yeah we'll, we'll do this thing together yeah we'll like go call around because he's mm-hmm. desperate to get that feeling back same with diane like 
uh, he sees it slipping away. He like tries to hold on for it as much as he can. Like he extends, he does this long joke to like keep her, you know, um, or that keep her activated. So like that that feeling of like you can feel it slipping away, and you know there's nothing you can do about it because the the mistakes you've made beforehand are just not they're they they can't be solved over that quickly. So like that particular feeling, I think they they nailed it, and it that's what causes this end this this finale to feel very emotionally confusing because on on the one hand because we're from the outside we can feel we'll we feel very good about Diane and Princess Carolyn and Todd and, and Mr. Peanut Butter and like their uh, their careers. And so, and from the outside, like we see, Bojack has done pro- has done terrible things, and he's suffering consequences. So, as a terms of justice, we feel good that he's suffering the consequences. But at the same time, there is still a part of us like, well, in a similar situation, like I I have felt that desperation before, and it sucks very hard. So, like, so the so the trying to like ju- juxtapose those two parts of this feels very Bojackian. <laughs> like, Bojackian. Yeah, like, like you, you get the mental illness side, but also, I mean, you feel you feel good that it ends in a very realistic manner. Okay, yeah. yeah. I want to dive into this even more about the Bojack thing, but to wrap up the, the finale, I, I do think the, like, just a very conversation-heavy, quiet ending for Bojack, I think, it fits the show really well, especially, like, a melancholy ending like this. And we'll get into, like, how depressing it is in a second, but back to... <laughs> yeah, to like, I, I guess if we're, if we're just focusing specifically on format, then I'm totally fine. I think because that's what the, Dylan wanted. Yeah, and, and no, you like, guys oh, took so it in a different sad. direction. It's fine. No, but... Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But, like, but, speaking uh, specifically to format, this show is funny, so if they want to do a whole episode of just dialogue... I mean, hell, they did Free Churro, which is just... Bojack talking to right. the camera. This is probably the minutes. closest thing yeah. to free chair that we got. Right. Yeah. So, like, I trust them to do whatever they they want in terms of episode format at this point. And for, uh, conversations between the main characters give me give me a full season of that because, like, the, the, these all all these characters have different chemistry with each other, and so making this the series finale that is perfect because that's kind of one of the best parts of the show anyway is just hearing the characters talk to each other. Yeah, I think yeah, it taps into very... the. The best it's parts of the show, and the last, the last episode of the first, the first half was like not the main characters, right? And this episode is only the main characters, right? But it was kind of the yeah. same format, right? Where we yeah. jump, we're like jumping between conversations between different characters that we know about different things. Like that's just kind of the thing they do, and they're good at it. Um, okay, th- this this whole thing of like BoJack experiencing consequences, and you feel mixed feelings because you relate to him. Yeah, so I, this is I think really interesting. So um, for me, it's it's I, I'm going to defer to you guys on this because I I kind of stopped relating to BoJack I think at some point, and um, yeah, I mean I, I BoJack I mean it's it's I think it's like I'm not saying I'm like right or wrong or anything. It's just like my experiences. I don't haven't been relating to him as much. Of course, he has like very relatable emotions and mental health uh, things going on. But um, you know, like once he killed Sarah Lynn, I was like so I was like off on not on board. And so in that regard, like for me, this is very satisfying. Him like coming <laughs> and facing a lot of consequences because I've really wanted this for a long time. Um, and but I but like is 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 this something that's really tough to deal with if you're someone that relates to Bojack? And I think the show is, is like aware of him facing consequences and like comments on it because there's all like, the time they do it all the time. They always have since the first season. And like in this, in this, in this, well, like we're also, it's all this, I think this back half of the season specifically is 
dealing with what Bojack's going through and maybe how this relates to our society and how people face consequences in our society. I think episode five specifically um, has some commentary about cancel culture. Uh, and uh, it's it's like they have a conservative figure in there who's trying to espouse these these and like people are trying to espouse these conservative ideals onto Bojack of like making him like a martyr for like uh, people canceling him and then uh, but the sh- but like he's you know and he starts to buy into it a little bit but um, the show is uh, feels it feels like it's aware that. Uh, that maybe the people that are facing the consequences have feelings too, but ne- but doesn't care too much about that, right? Like it, it's like aware of that, but it never goes into like, oh, here's a critique of cancel culture. Like I think it's like on the side of people should face consequences, um, and I feel like it's pretty subtle too of of what it's what it's all saying. Like I think that episode's only episode when there's anything specifically kind of said, but. Um, you know, it's it, Bo, Bojack. Like at first, is going to get out of it in ep, in in episode four, and uh, like he has an interview and he's about to be absolved from everything, and then he only is is everyone's mad at him because um because he he goes for a second interview and because the the reporters get to to them um and uh, and uh, and then even even live with him. Going to like like even with him going to jail, he's still going to get work after. I think in the last episode, uh, Princess Carolyn says people have uh, humans have short memories. It's the best and worst things about us. I think like so I think like that would be one of my main themes. Uh, definitely from from this half of the season is like what what the show has to say about about consequences. And um, I feel like it's pretty pretty subtly handled throughout throughout the whole thing. Um, but but at the very least, Bojack's definitely end, ending up in a place of like here's the ramifications on Bojack's life of, of what he's done. Um, um, does it feel, does it feel like, is, is it a lot? Is that a lot to handle if you're someone that's, that's attached to Bojack? Well, uh, I, w- I would say some, something that, that came up while you were talking about that, like starting off with Sarah Lynn, it's interesting that this season, the actual damage that he's, the, the tangible damage that he's done to other people that part actually gets swept away pretty quickly because Sarah Lynn, all that ends up in is paying out a settlement. Yeah. That's over. The stuff with Penny, Penny never, uh, it doesn't appear that Penny ever came out with it. The stuff, he goes to jail for breaking and entering, for being self-destructive. He loses Diane and Princess Carolyn because they see him lying through all of this and they feel disgusted as they've been throughout the, the show that he is making the, uh, these decisions to their faces. So like, I, I find interesting that the biggest consequences that he receives in the season is not necessarily because of the, of the harm that he's done to other people necessarily, but more like just his the self-destructive actions and the fact that he just doesn't care about anybody else. And it makes the, and like you see him have moments of clarity, like that, that first episode of this part, like you see him being a professor, like you get a, a glimpse into what it would be like if he actually turned a new leaf and stayed that way. But it just, it doesn't hold because as soon as he's confronted with anything, he reverts to those self destructive actions and then he has to deal with the consequences of that. And so I think that as someone who relates to Bojack, I, 
I very much relate to the self-destructive aspect of it, where it's uh, where these these decisions that you make in a in sometimes a split second. I mean, especially that moment where he's receiving the call from the reporter, like five seconds before they're talking about what to do, and then the call just shows up, and so he immediately reverts to lying but like he has no time to think about that that's an instinctual thing and he makes a terrible decision as a result but because of the those decisions adding up over time that causes you to lose connections to people because of terrible decisions that you make in the moment in the case of him breaking and entering it's that the one the one night of being at the executive's house and he just falls apart and ends up making this terrible decision so that that's kind of the part that I've always related to with Bojack, the 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 splits, the the idea that like you make a decision that's obviously awful in the moment, and you don't have a way to recover because that is obviously something that requires consequences, but and it's uh, something that at the time like it when when you have a distance from it, it's like oh of course that was awful that I did that why did I do that. And you kind of have to live with it because there's no way to turn back time. And that's kind of been Bojack's deal throughout this entire show. And it continues in this final season where those those actions are the ones that he gets the most blowback for. Yeah, that, that's really interesting uh, and definitely true point that the thing that ends up kind of ruining his relationships at the end is kind of how he's dealing with the, the these consequences coming up, not necessarily his like terrible past actions. Um, although they do learn about a lot of things as, as yeah. well, but it's it's more just like the people feel personally affected by how he's like not how he's handling things currently, I guess. Um, which is there's it's interesting because I think at one point um, Princess Carolyn's like advocating for him not owning up to stuff, um, and uh, and then she's also it it all does seem like she's affected and disappointed by how he handles it ultimately though, um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Michelle. What do you, what do you think of how uh, maybe as, if, if if you're someone that relates to, to to Bojack, how it's how it's felt with him uh, dealing consequences this season? I think with Bojack, I I think of things like in two categories. There's the category of him as a public figure who has a persona and who it's just in general to steal a lot a lot of substantial consequences ever happened for, which is like, as you were saying, Dylan, yeah, he, like, he goes to jail for a hot second, but he's going to get work after it. And the the public does hate him for like a year, but then they just kind of forget about him. There's like, the, there are those moments where like, initially when he's at that diner, the server comes up and gives him like this gross sandwich. And then at the end, when he mm. checks his sandwich, it's fine. So like, everyone's just kind of forgotten about all that and there's just moved on to the next scandal and he kind of gets to just float away in obscurity so there's there there's the public commentary on just like him as an actor him as a well-known actor how those people tend to have a lot more help in covering up and moving on and the privilege of him you know as like a male actor versus you know earlier we talked about like the female director and the female actor who like you know, as a result of him, their careers have been affected and it's not going to be as easy for them. So there, there's a privilege to a lot of how he hasn't had consequences. But then there's the other side of like the the personalness of like Bojack as a person being 
you know, because like in season one, I remember him asking Diane towards the end, like, you know, like, do you think I'm a bad person? And Diane says, I don't think there's such a thing as good or bad people. I think all you are is just what you do. And I feel like we're the real, the real sadness of Bojack as a character comes from that. It's just like outside of him being an actor or like a public figure or what he like means in the world, just him as like a horseman who a lot of what he has done have been upsetting things that have really hurt people. And even the people closest to him aren't willing to be in his life anymore because it's just like one too many for them. And it is like Dalek was saying, like it is his self-destructive tendencies, but like, I think honestly, it's like the humanness of just the fear of if you keep making bad decisions, is that going to be what ruins your life? And is that what's going to make everything terrible for you? That feels really effective to me personally. Because mm. that's the most relatable. It's not about, like, you know... <laughs> I don't really care about if Bojack's going to, like, have a career or what the public thinks about him. Right. But, the, but the concern of, like, could I end up sad and alone because I made a lot of really bad choices and people didn't want to be around me... Like, that cuts me to my core. And I feel like that's what's that's what sticks with you at the end. It's not that, like, will Bojack recover because, like, people don't hate him anymore in the public? It's like, will Bojack recover because does he know how to actually, like, have a real life and to live with himself and to do the hard work? He keeps, like having these moments of relapse and is that you know even if it didn't do him in this time is that eventually what's gonna like do him in like i don't know or is he just gonna be really sad because sadness is terrifying and loneliness is terrifying and that's a big part of what bojack kind of has left and it's just you know that's the most terrible thing i can think of Uh, uh, yeah, I think, uh, the, the, yeah, the point of like, uh, that that's what the show and that's what the show is focusing in on is the, the things you were talking about, like the, the ramifications on his relationships and, um, losing, losing the, and it's like not focused on his career or whether no. it, it doesn't even, it doesn't. And I think the show's like making a point, like, it doesn't really matter if he's like li- dying or not. Like it like posits that, but like, it's, um, it's, it's, it's the, the thing that people are going to rate relate to like that, which I, yeah, I think that's, that's a great point. Um, and I think we can get into that more with going through kind of all the characters and how they end up with Bojack and themselves. But last before that is like, um, yeah, how, how depressing is this ending? Because, you know, this is like the, the, the depressing show. Um, (laughs) this isn't, uh, this isn't like, uh, we're not ending at Bojack's funeral, but in a way, this is more depressing, maybe? This, yeah. this like, sitting on, like, 20 seconds of silence with Diane um, at the end. Um, and very, it's just very striking, I feel like, ending the show that way. It's just, uh, at the very least, melancholy. But I feel like that's not even, like, maybe that describes the episode overall. Or, like, the just the, the ending moment, I feel like, is, like, pretty straight depressing. Yeah, well, it- Oh, go ahead, Alex. Well, I was just going to briefly comment, like, the first episode of this show is Bojack meeting Diane, and you see that friendship, like, it developed from a work relationship to a friendship to Diane feeling confident enough to call out Bojack on his bullshit, 
to eventually them drifting apart and we see the conclusion so it's just it, it's funny that bojack horseman like one way to read it is like seeing the dynamic between bojack and diane and it, it ends you know with just that kind of a fizzle where like it, there's no real connection anymore after all that time spent because of the actions that Bojack took over the course of uh, of that relationship, and so just to see it kind of dissolve away in right before your eyes, like it's uh, it, it it hurts. Yeah, Michelle, were you how how are you feeling right after the end of the the last episode? So because they held on them so long and they kept looking over at each other, and because the lyrics of the song were talking about like smooching people and love and stuff. I was, like, terrified they were going to make out at the last second. <laughs> like, I legitimately thought that was going to happen. I was so scared. And then when it didn't happen and the credits started rolling, I was way sadder because, yeah, it it hurts knowing that there isn't even this, like, this small kind of, like, you know, release from just this loneliness and this, like, drifting away. Um, And I think, like, it's it's wonderful that it ended that way because otherwise I'd be very upset because it'd feel very, like, disingenuous to how sincere this show's tried to be about relationships and things. But at the same time, it's just like, oh man, yeah, they're not gonna kiss. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> that they're they might never talk to each other again. They probably won't. Diane made that pretty clear, and for good reasons. But it's also like, oh, you don't even have like a little nugget to to, to hold on to that things are gonna be okay. And that was like the last thing to really like break me because it's like, yeah, there really is nothing. So <laughs> yeah, there's not <laughs> nothing. <laughs> That's how that's how I felt at the end was like yeah. nothing, emptiness. <laughs> I think that's that's like uh, was kind of what it's going for. I did not think that they were going to kiss or anything. Well, like not not really a big part of this, but I do want to say Bojack has had so many great scenes t- connected to music. Like they 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 do really well with their music selection. I kind of think they whiffed on the ending song. Like I no, don't think it really. No, no. Oh, I like, I, I I like the song they use at the beginning of that episode more than at the end. Like the, uh, yeah. that episode I, I, that they do to the montage of like is Bojack dead and like you like cuts between so like the different scenes. It's like a weirdly that, weirdly so upbeat snappy. for like the reveal yeah, of the snappy. twist. It's very interesting. Yeah, right. no, I, I, so I, I I thought that that fit a lot more than what they chose at the ending scene. And I point to Michelle misinterpreting the scene initially as evidence. No, that's wow. not evidence. The thing is, the reason that song's perfect, Alex. Here's my rebuttal. Okay, in defense of the end song, it the song's all about like this sense of like intimacy and being together and sharing this beautiful moment and being happy and that is a hundred percent what's not happening on that screen right there which is part of what makes it kind of dissonant and like extra sad i would say like i feel like that song was chosen very intentionally but it's absolutely has nothing to do with what's really happening and that in of itself just feels really sad and just kind of like yeah the Maybe their lives could have been totally different if they'd been different people, kind of echoing Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter's conversation earlier. But, like, it's not, and this is who they are, and this is where they are, and it's just over now, and it'll never be like that for them. And there's just no hope 
for that, you know, and it's just, yeah, it just leaves you, like, really sad <laughs> and empty. I think what you're saying is that this scene would have been a lot sadder if we actually shipped Bojack and Diane. No, but the, it's weird <laughs> it's, because it's there the been, eternal it's, ship that never happened. There have been so much weird back and forth. Bojack fell in love with her in the first season, and then, like, she got married, but then, like, they have weird interactions, and then season five, she made several comments about, like, oh, like, what if we hooked up? And Bojack's like, what are you doing? It's not like that's coming out of nowhere. I think there was always the chance, and I feel like if this show wasn't this show, maybe they would have. And it would have been like, see, despite everything, Bojack ended up with the girl. And, you know, and they, if the very fact that they didn't do that, but used a, a like romantic song, I think like says a lot of things right there. Um, so I'm reading the lyrics. I don't think it's, it is uh, ultimately happy or romantic. It's a little like, uh, but it, yeah, there's like word, there's like kiss and stuff in it, but yeah. I'm trying to interpret it, but I do think it's like ultimately a sad song. Um, but, uh, no, I, 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 I like the song. I like how it was, um, played into the blue sky that was happening. That felt, that felt nice to me in the moment. Um, but subjective. Um, the, uh, l- let's go, let's go through the characters. Um, because we've um, mostly been... Well, can I just, since we're like moving into the carriage, it's sort of connected to Bojack and Diane. I do want to say it's, at least to me, part of my initial reaction was I was kind of struck that Bojack and Mr. Peanut Butter are the ones who end up single. And Diane, Princess Carolyn, and Todd, the happiest endings, are the ones that end up in relationships. I, I, uh, I, I think I've uh, expressed this in previous seasons where I feel a little weird that that's the kind of the tone that the, the show gives. Where like you're happiest in a relationship, but like I don't know. Mr. Peanut Butter's not less yeah, happy I feel like though. Mr. Peanut Butter maybe really ends up to... in his happiest place. Yeah, because yeah. like his relation, he was constantly married to people or dating people, and he says to Diane when they're talking that it's like he didn't really know how to be uh, him without being an us, and that he actually was really excited to see how he could just be himself and what kind of person he was by himself without someone constantly with him. So I think he actually is like, this is probably really good for him. And I don't think he sees it as a, a bad thing to be single right now. Yeah, I mean, and even if he's not personally happy, he's probably at his healthiest place, at least from what we can yeah. tell at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I lo- love him talking about you in the beginning. Um, am I, I, I was a Christopher Nolan movie because there's always women there, but it's never about them with, with me, right? Like, uh, yeah. Um, he's very, very, the, definitely the most self-aware we've seen Mr. Peanut Butter in the finale. Um, but uh, yeah, that's an interesting point though, that a lot of them, uh, doing a lot of the characters with happier endings, maybe in relationships, although not, not like focused on their relationships with their happiness, like even, it's yeah, Princess no. Carolyn's wedding, but it still doesn't even really matter. That's, I don't, yeah. and I don't think it's about them being like romantically with people. It's just that they found people that support them and help them be happy and healthy versions of themselves. Like that is hands down why I really love Guy because Guy has. There were times when I was really afraid, like Diane was going to push him away, or he'd be like, "Oh, like I don't need this. Like you're too much." But he he always supported her. He always believed in her, and he was so patient with her when she was figuring out just like her depression and like encouraging her to take the pills and being there when everything fell apart and helped her put things back together. Like I don't think it's about the fact that they're romantically involved it's like she found someone who can be stable and her rock because she has been a hot mess for so long 
Which is, again, why, like, it just never would have worked with her and Bojack. They always, like, spiraled into, like, these drinking binges and depression when they hung out together. Like, that's happened several times in the show. So, like, that would never have been a healthy relationship. They get each other, but in, like, some of the most negative ways. They bring out the worst in each other. So, for her to find Guy, like, I think that's wonderful. And, like, the same with Princess Carolyn. Like, yeah, she likes Judah, but, like... It's not like him confessing his love got more than a hmm out of her, you know? <laughs> that and is I think true. That, that's because, like, they're already so comfortable and they've already been working together and depending on each other and helping this business grow, which they both seem to care about. And that's just, like, positive regardless. So I think, like, that's more the takeaway. They just, like, they're founding people that appreciate them and support them and help them grow and less about it being, like, romantic. Honestly, I li- I, I, yeah, I, I like that guy is not really present towards the end of Diane's. No, no. Yeah. I, I found that very striking because I feel like he was um, pretty visible for the first half of the season, the beginning of the season. But then, uh, you know, then it's it's just about how Diane's dealing with the, with everything. Um, and uh, get want to get more into to Diane before. Uh, but random thing with Bojack we haven't mentioned. I feel like one of his biggest fallings out is with Hollyhock, who. Um, completely <laughs> rejects him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's that's pretty. Like we like we see the letter thing in episode five, and then um, we don't see it concretely, I guess, and we don't see it followed up on. But it's just, uh, it's. I feel like that's that's pretty brutal. Maybe even the the, the most brutal one until the last scene. Well, that's the that's when he started drinking again, right? Mm-hmm. After finally reading the letter, so. I mean, I like that we don't have to know what it is. We just, like, the fact that he was putting it off so long, the way Hollyhock had been reacting even before the show aired. I mean, and, like, you get it, right? Because, like, Hollyhock, it's like, she's known Bojack for a couple years only. She thought he was her dad. It turned out he was her brother. But, I mean, she didn't have a super deep relationship with him to begin with and a lot of sketchy stuff happened to her when she started like being more involved in his life and he wasn't really a great like person in her life even though he cares about her and wants to be better for her and I think yeah just especially finding out about Sarah Lynn and Penny it's like she's she's between both of those girls ages and I feel like that's not like insignificant either I bet she can relate to Penny and Sarah Lynn on a level that Bojack like probably doesn't understand and that further complicates her relationship with him so like obviously it makes total sense why she would want to cut him out but like yeah it it hurts because yeah yeah (laughs) just one more person gone yeah Yeah, and that was such a significant relationship to Bojack it was yeah um Cause she's family. Like yeah. she was his one family left. Yeah. Uh, okay. Back to this is very depressing. Back to <laughs> to Diane. Pro- Diane happiest ending. Diane uh, because uh, she moves to Houston to be with with Guy and and his son. She has a successful career writing yeah. in middle grade fiction. She like learns that. Uh, she's like struggling a lot that with like she has to write her deep personal essays and doesn't feel legitimate not writing that but then uh, learns to embrace that um one thing is that she's um she appears like to be heavier throughout the entire season so she's like always taking the antidepressants and like she like stops taking them that one episode but then um just like and 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 then in the last episode she uh 
like seems to be looking back on uh, her, her, like she like says her LA years and not looking necessarily looking back on them fondly. Yeah. Um, seems seems like she thinks she's in a much better place now. Although she also says um, she's grateful the she learned to great learn to be grateful of the people who made you who you are, even though they're not in your life anymore. Um, which is like a very mature and healthy attitude uh, that I rarely see from people. Um, and, uh, the, like, I don't know, Diane, just like this character has suffered so much, I feel like, and, uh, I, f- I felt pretty happy seeing her in a not terrible place to end the show. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'll, I'll say that episode two was one of the, uh, I mean, I haven't seen many episodes of TV or movie that really deal with antidepressants, like in a, in as realistic a way as that episode handled it. Where like you get worried about while you're taking them, like, am I a different person? Like, is it just the medicine, or is, am I actually changing? And like you having to deal with that new that new dialogue in your life, and and then like if you stop taking them and you go back down that road, like that's all that's ends up becoming a more another confusing situation. So like seeing her go in that on that road during that episode was just uh, very, very meaningful as with many Diane episodes. Like I love when they focus on her because they're different problems to what the other characters are, are going through. I mean, she's dealing with depression in, in as Bojack is, but in a, a very different way, and so we see uh, here we get to see like the po- the positive outcome of someone dealing with with, with depression in a healthy way, mm-hmm. and that's beautiful. So I I, I really love how, how they how they treated Diane in this uh, in this final season, and uh, I think that she ends up being one of the strongest parts of this of this show if we like begin, if we were to begin looking at like a post mortem. I do think Bojap summarizes Diane's growth really well when he just asks her once he realized she's married. It's just like, how did you, how did you learn to accept the happiness? And she says like, I didn't, but I trust Guy. And yeah. I feel like that that says so much too because like yeah, like none of us, especially if you're an anxious person, like nobody knows how thing like if things are gonna be like quote unquote okay in the future, but. The willingness to trust the people around you that make you happy and if they seem confident to just like believe that it could be true or to at least be willing to try for it instead of constantly pushing it away out of fear is huge growth for her and it's like a good it's a good thing to like go for honestly. Yeah, that was a siren on our end, not a, not you listening, by the way. Yeah, no. um, that, that's always confusing. <laughs> I'm listening to podcasts. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, episode, um, I love that point. And um, one echo the episode two, Good Damage, um, with the way it deals with uh, antidepressants and the different animation styles. I think that's amazing. Um, I think this is the best Diane episode ever. Not that that's mm. a high bar, honestly. Um, because I think Di- Diane is a character who's in a different been, place now. Yeah, Diane is a character who's been great, and we've loved her. But I think the show sometimes has struggled with what to do with her a little bit. Um, and this one of the biggest highlights of these eight episodes is I feel like Diane's the most interesting non-Bojack character by far, which is not typical, um, at least in terms of like narrative. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. Um, not, I mean, again, like, I feel like from the very first episode, the show has dealt with Bojack and Diane as like two sides of the same coin. So I feel like it, Diane, it has always been treated as a main character, perhaps 
she gets sidelined for for stretches because Bojack is the title character. But yeah. I I, th- I think that overall they they've done Diane justice. Definitely with this ending, I would say. Um, I I like that idea of Diane being like very similar to Bojack, but kind of the opposite positive version. Because yeah, there there are a lot of parallels with Diane. She also had a traumatic childhood with parents that. Or at least a parent that made her life very difficult that she still kind of holds on to. And she is very depressed and anxious and trying to figure out her place in the world. But unlike Bojack, she's willing to embrace that happiness and to accept it with somebody and to try to be a good person. Whereas Bojack has really not. (laughs) And that's why things seem, you know, as okay as they realistically could be for diane but they really aren't for bojack like maybe that's the cautionary tale like do you if if you have these set of concerns in your life are you gonna go like the diane route or the bojack route kind of being up to you yeah i mean if they are mirrors i do think diane kind of gets the opposite ending of bojack with like fulfilling relationships in her life at a fulfilling professional place in the best place she's been in in life yeah um, and I think that checks out if you look at how they've handled things. Um, a part of episode two particularly loved, I think there's a part where the, 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 ha- the detective, like, happy animation style talks to the depressing animation yeah. style. I think that was one of my highlights of the season, um, that scene. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, we had, we, I guess, Diane with the, the guy's kid. I think that was, that was, uh, aspect, um, and, um, yeah, she's just, I don't know, it's, it's striking that the show keeps her away from, from everyone like it like geographically feels i don't know feels bold and she ends in it like really fits into her ending well with like her being at a better place away from la well and also like it's interesting that the last time that uh bojack diane and princess carolyn are all and todd are all in the same room together is that when that comes out with sarah lynn and she gets to see bojack act the same way that he's always acted so it's like she showed up to yeah. well i mean i guess that wasn't la that was a wesleyan but like it's like a, a fair a farewell that that episode and diane like probably sees there you know it's the, it's probably time to fully yeah her, break. her and her and todd take that really hard um, yeah. Yeah. yeah um and yeah i mean I, considering we've seen those characters together throughout the whole show it's really impactful um seeing that uh yeah anything else on diane ha- oh, happy man. happy for her yes happy and she's for and her. she's engaged or married too right um she's yeah. married she's yeah. i think she's married yeah, has the the band uh, on that. Uh, this is like. this is a very 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 low bar, but amazing that they did not go for any fat jokes with Diane. Like they, it's just accepted by everyone that like Diane has changed in appearance because of antidepressants, and nobody comments on it. And that's just great for like a quote unquote comedy to avoid doing that. Thank you. It does seem like I kind of wondered at the beginning if they were trying to say something about her feeling more invisible in the world as a larger person. Because there's a kind of the montage where just like she's like trying to cross the street and she's being ignored or like she's trying to like get a different size and she's kind of being ignored or just her frustration putting on clothes in the dressing room at all. Mm-hmm. But like I, I agree, like the majority is just like nobody's like, oh, have you changed? Like nobody says that. They're just 
they treat her exactly the same because she is the same person. And I, yeah, I, like Alex said, like I'm really glad nobody went for a joke because that just would have been terrible. Yeah, I think I think it was handled really well by the show um, overall, um, and the great aspect of this this depression storyline they did with her um, towards the end of her character. Um, okay, let's, let's Diane. How about Princess Carolyn? Uh, okay, Judah. So Judah, yeah. Judah. Okay, you Judah. talk about Judah. I'll talk about how great Princess Carolyn is. Uh, okay, I'll just say Judah and Princess Carolyn are perfect for each other. I secretly <laughs> shipped them. For the past I, couple of seasons, so since I don't think when really over the rat guy. Receipts, Alex. <laughs> oh, the rat guy was bad. Judah was he always was kind of prejudiced it. against cats, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Judah is a clean slate. So we don't really know anything about him, so that makes him eminently shipped. The bands we learned. He's that a yeah, well, Jesus, and he plays very like very. What? How would you describe? Him? Just, just uh, very literal. I don't yeah, know. He's, very, he, he's one of those kind of poets musicians where he, instead of like actual music, he just reads things for song, and that's fine. But yeah, uh, Judah is is great. I'm happy that Princess Carolyn is, found someone for for her, and uh, may may they do paperwork together while exchanging loving glances in the office forevermore. Yeah, that was really sweet. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, now Michelle, I you guess. do the actual Princess Carolyn analysis, please. Yeah, for the <laughs> record, did, did not see Judah. chemistry between them, but that's okay. I. <laughs> I didn't. It didn't really register to me till this season, but I'm pretty sure Judah is autistic, which would explain a lot of his behavior, <laughs> because he takes things very literally. He's very concerned when he says something, and people like say, like, "Oh, like that's not what I meant," or like. Oh, I'm mad. He'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I won't do that again. Like, he's very aware of how difficult it can be to navigate social situations when you don't pick up on everything the same way, like, a neurotypical person would. And I just think that's really great because, like, Judah's such a sweetie. And I think it's really nice that, like, his autism isn't seen as a bad thing. And it's part of, like, his charm, honestly. Um, So I just really like that. And I wanted to point it out. Yeah, that is true. Like he is treated very earnestly. I mean, not to make connections with every show I've watched in the past week, but it reminds <laughs> me of the, of the Adult Swim show Joe Parra talks to you, where it's just like a very mild mannered person, and everybody treats him like a normal person. And like yeah. that's just something you don't get to see in the age of savage comedy. So, although I don't think we've ever seen BoJack interact with Judah, or if we have, it's been like maybe a couple sentences. But it's interesting that we've kind of limited him to the most empathetic characters in this show. Uh, Princess Carol and Todd, and that's pre- that's pretty much it. So it's good that we get to see him treated like a, like a normal person, and that he's been shielded from terrible people. <laughs> okay, how about Princess Carol? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was our Judah analysis. Now yeah. Princess Carolyn. <laughs> I'm so Princess Carolyn's my favorite character. She was always my favorite character, and I think, oh man, I I think the past two seasons especially maybe the past three have really gotten into her trying to figure out what she wants to do what's what is like being her most happiest mean versus like what society tells her she should be and do and the fact that like she's finally like she's willing to accept this love in her life 
but also keep things pretty much the same. Like uh, the fact that Judah really loves the business and cares about it and also works like crazy hours like she does, not just because he loves her, but because he genuinely seems to care about the business, I think is what makes them such a perfect match. And it's just like, it just seems like all these pieces are falling into place. Like she has a baby. She loves her baby, Ruthie. She's figured out how to like manage Ruthie being adopted and a porcupine, and that's all good. She knows Judah and trusts him and has for years, and so the fact that he has opened up to her about how he feels doesn't have to feel bombastic. She can just accept it readily, and nothing has to change because, like, they've already been a team for so long, you know? So it's just... It's just such a relief she has able, she's been able to just like have all this for herself and brought it into her life and shaped it on her own. And to also know she doesn't have to be alone anymore and that it's okay to have support. And that like, it's just, she's so good at what she does and she's not being punished at all for that. Like the show is just really letting her be her most fully actualized self. And that's such a relief because like the thing that's so appealing about Princess Carolyn to me is that she always like, she was always so smart and knew what she wanted and was so so sure of her capabilities. And she had doubts about, like, her place in the world, but, like, she never had doubts about herself and how much she loved what she did. And I think that's just really encouraging to see. So she's the best. I love her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's all great. I love how she um like is she makes her own studio at the end yes, too. Yeah, she's always thinking of ways to improve things and get a better deal to get the best deal and to do it on her own terms. And it's just so wonderful to see. Yeah, she's she's offered a studio at the existing one. She made she, she they decide to make their own, and I don't know. That feels like a great place to end that character professionally too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I think good good stuff from her. Um in this I, I guess like she'd been pretty like mom focused before and this half season takes her um with uh focusing on other aspects of her character too mm-hmm. which i think that's that i think I, I liked that um todd uh a lot of stuff with his mom um, <laughs> you say that with so many like pauses i mean i that... think it's a good thing but we also don't I feel like he's only really talked about his family maybe a handful of times, so it's harder to feel super invested, maybe, as other I, characters. I, I think that's the problem, though. Like, yeah. Uh, Todd, for the longest time, he was, you know, the happy-go-lucky character who's there just for jokes. So, like, we, we try to throw in the serious stuff in the back half of the show, and it's not sticking as much just because, like, it wasn't exactly there in the forefront for a lot of a lot of it so like i can appreciate the mom episode just fine like i think that it ends up feeling okay but like it doesn't feel as fulfilling as the other ones just because as the other characters just because of of that that like it's been kind of put uh, kept to the side for a long time until just now yeah, I think the least successful of the character stuff, but uh, intersects with Margot Martindale. Uh, yes. plotline <laughs> ends with her being f- uh, about to be tried and then freed so she can work in another movie. Um, I think it's amazing. <laughs> Go her. I was like, we've been we've been trying to dissect. Oh, what does this nun stuff mean? And then it's just I feel like nothing I do to with anything. And she just left. Yeah. Like, okay, okay, sure, that feels right for for the stupid character um that that was the highlight of that that arc but also todd has other stuff he has um he's dating maude i think throughout the, yeah. the season yeah they're they actually then. pretty happy together and he's taking yeah. a big step in finally getting his own place 
with yeah. somebody. And then, like, I love that she's like trying to ask him to move in. He's like, <laughs> you want me to get a whole other girlfriend just to live with me? <laughs> You're the one who should move out. You're living with your parents. And she's just like, y- yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's so good. I think Todd just he doesn't need as much going on because can you imagine if everyone had like as many struggles as Bojack or Diane or Princess Carolyn? There has to be people with lighter problems. Like I think Mr. Peanut Butter is another one that like he has some stuff going on, but not nearly to the same kind of existential crisis stuff as like the the other three main characters outside of Todd. And I feel like you need that balance or else like it's just kind of too much to really invest in any of it. So I don't I don't begrudge the show how Todd is at all. I feel like you really do need a balance. And I'd rather care more about Princess Carolyn. Because, like, also, these are people who are kind of older than Todd. They're in a different place in life. Todd is still beginning his life in a lot of ways. Like, again, his big achievement is getting his first apartment with his girlfriend and cohabitating. Like, he's got a lot a lot of life left for a lot of things to happen. So he doesn't need it to be, like, super crazy right now. Because he's, like, the youngest of any of them, you know? Yeah, I guess so. And he he also has gets the daycare job in the mm-hmm. beginning of the season too. And he um, likes it. He's he's yeah, finding his place. Much good place. And I I was just very struck by uh, the yeah like the empathy and kindness of him with Bojack in the last episode, despite him yeah. clearly being done with Bojack. Him just being nice to to Bojack was uh, yeah very very good look to for Todd to end the show. <laughs> it's a good look. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in an episode that's so weighed down with like seeing relationships torn apart in sad and melancholy ways, it felt uh, it was a good needed moment of levity to get Todd in there, and and it, it fits with their relationship, right? Like he at uh, the stuff that Bojack did to Todd was more in the first half of the season, so there's a little bit more distance there. So like it feels a little bit more understandable that Todd, well, he's not as close friends with Bojack anymore. But he is a little more willing to 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 reconcile that and just like be on at least decent terms with him, and so that 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 it it felt good to to see that in in between the sadness sandwich of Princess Carolyn and Diane. Yeah. yeah. And it speaks to his personality, too. Like, he is, like, a pretty nice, genuinely nice, caring person. So the fact that he would still be kind of caring and nice to Bojack as much as he can be under his own circumstances, I think, like, yeah, that that checks out for, you know, his personality throughout the rest of the show, too. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking of, like, comparing it to the Good Place finale. Todd is definitely the Jason. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, yeah. Yes, they're, yeah. they're early in the episode too. Okay. Uh but uh Yeah yeah. What was <laughs> I feel like I had something else to say about Todd. That's okay. Uh, oh I, right. I was gonna say I don't think he's I think uh this might be the last time he sees Bojack, despite their positive interaction. I think he uh I didn't see a future relationship with Yeah, him. like what reason would they have to meet up? Their lives do not intersect at all anymore. Yeah. They haven't really since he moved out. And that's the thing. I think Part of the reason um, we like only Bojack is kind of sad as the show has made a lot of decisions to show the characters interacting with each other and with their own people outside of Bojack. They have a lot of their life that has nothing to do with him. And that's been pretty firmly established for a while now. Um, And that's, again, like part of the existential dread that I get from it. It's like, yeah, all these people have their own stuff going on. And it, and yeah, this is the BoJack Horseman show, but their lives are not about you and you are just a part of it. And it can be a very like 
tumultuous part that could break at any time if you give them a reason and their lives will go on without you and that's just that is some stuff right there that's some stuff right there yeah yeah that's that's true um mr peanut butter to wrap things up with the characters so I was just thinking, like, what did he do this season? Oh, Pickles was in this season. I remember when that happened. Yes. Uh, that was, like, at the beginning. Pickle. Yeah, Pic- Pickles and Joey end up together. And uh, then they, him, Mr. Peanut Butter and Pickles, like, break up off screen. That like, was there- hilarious. <laughs> oh, I gotta call and we're done forever. <laughs> and the so most good. disrespect so that they can show to this relationship on the show. Uh, appropriate, I think. Um, oh, absolutely. And then, yeah, so he's dealing with all that in the beginning, and then um, he's, yeah, he's birthday dad, uh, that permeates, <laughs> like, that's uh, still a thing, and he still sees successful at the end, but alone and happy, was, like, happy to have Bojack stay with him, and then happy at the end to pick Bojack up, um, so that's still a relationship, I guess. But also Bojack not has. that good, because he's like, oh, if you want to leave, we can leave, like, I'll be right by your side, and then he totally just yeah. him the whole party, so, like, yeah, they have a relationship, but it's not a super close one. If it had been, I think Mr. Peanut Butter would have realized a long time ago that Bojack hated his gut. So I think Bojack's always <laughs> kept him at a distance, but that's also meant never super letting him into his, like, real life, you know? Yeah, and uh, d- ditches him for uh, Erica, the last Erica joke in there. And yeah. uh, also the, we get the uh, Hollywood uh, at the end with uh, Mr. Peanut Butter, too, uh, bringing in the classics from Bojack. Um the uh, Mr. I was impressed. Like I said, I, I'm a big Mr. Peanut Butter hater as well as Bojack hater. But uh, <laughs> I was I was impressed by his growth. Actually, like he's he was kind of pointing out his flaws in the last episode. Like it's not enough to like uh, be fully on board. But what we saw of him in the last episode was uh, very good. Well, I'll say also a strong moment for Mr. Peanut Butter is that scene in episode six where he's calling, where he's on a phone call with Diane, and like also mm, he's too, very, yeah. he's very self aware in in that episode too. I mean, honestly, then it, like he also has like bad writer jokes, but like at the same time he's like rec- he's uh, recognizing to Diane like what went wrong with the relationship, and that that feels like a a big step for him. So so th- there were brief moments of Mr. P- Peanut Butter's seriousness that I think did well compared. to to previous seasons where they've attempted that and been not as successful. And even on top of that, my favorite, favorite moment with Mr. Peanut Butter, like in the whole series at this point, is when Pickles is talking to him and and saying like, you know, there's this opportunity for me. I have to take it right now, though. It's with Joey Pogo. I think it could be really good. And she has that whole line about how, like, you know, I feel like my life's just this lazy Susan. And and there are all these small plates I want to try, even though I should be committing to the main course. And, like, Mr. Peanut expression kind of, like, slowly changes to this very kind of, like, accepting but sad and resigned face. And when he tells her to, to like, go after it, like, you can, you can understand that Mr. Peanut Butter is realizing a couple things. <laughs> One, that, like, he's not what Pickles probably needs. But also, like, the thing about, like, the not being able to commit to the main dish and wanting to try a lot of little dishes. I think maybe he's realizing that she is 25. She is not. She There are so many people. She should probably be, like, dating and getting to know things about herself. She doesn't need to be settling down and married to, like, a 45-year-old man right now. She is in a very different life place. And with that, like, it's just, it's not compatible with what he might want with her. So, like, the fact that that may be what he was also realizing speaks a lot for his maturity, too. And that's why it's my favorite moment. 
They're so good. So that's a good point. Yeah, that was a big uh, thing with the, the Mr. Peanut Butter's booze, and that's like a big thing that's wrong with him, and does seem like he's maybe making strides in that area. Um, as, as, as the beginning of the finale. And this is kind of why I wanted, wanted to call it like a melancholic ending versus like a super depressing one because like, you know, Mr. Peanut Butter, Diane, pretty happy endings for these characters. Yeah. yeah. Princess Carolyn, pretty happy. And Todd, like other, everyone except Bojack in like a, in like a better better place, I think. Um, and uh, but despite that, still, still depressing because <laughs> we see it through Bojack's lens and uh, and we see how he re- is relating to everyone and how that's, that's all all uh going down um any any scenes we haven't talked about like michelle just brought up one from an earlier episode um alex any anything uh that we haven't talked about that stands out there's i guess there's a lot of wesleyan in the beginning um, um, can we talk uh, about wesleyan i Not mean really. we haven't really talked about the uh halfway down episode at all yeah, that, that feels like a uh, we'll go there just briefly. One, oh, yeah, one, that's true. That's th- true. That feels like a big thing we need to talk about. But one, one scene earlier, like in, in terms of like low-key scenes that I enjoyed, the, that moment where but they're, uh, on the, they're on the whiteboard listing all of Bojack's stuff gone wrong, and the students are pestering him to like give a last speech, and we're at the po- point where like we know it's about to crumble. So you have that, that shot of, Diane and Princess Carolyn listening to Bojack's speech from the uh, from the office, and you can like see their like changing expressions of like amidst of like smirking at Bojack being this way, but also kind of like sad. The this is like the end, and then like you hear also Bojack kind of admitting that in his speech, like cherish this while you can because you don't know how long this is gonna last. So like just the, the holding on on that shot of like keeping Princess that uh, Princess Carolyn and Diane in that shot as Bojack is kind of giving his farewell to his normal life, like that that was a very powerful scene for me. Mm, nice, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, we'll we'll talk about episode seven. But uh, Michelle, any other uh, scenes apart from that? Um, in episode six, I think the one with Angela, the former executive, I really love the fact that when he's at her place and she gets him to sign the contract and then she tells him like, oh man, I'm so glad you didn't call my bluff. And like, he immediately starts like turning everything around on her saying like, you are the reason my life is terrible. If it wasn't for you, like everything would have been different. And she totally calls him out on it. And she's like, you play these games. If I hadn't done this, if I hadn't done that, but you did do it and you, and you were here and here we are. And it's like, whoa, that is, (laughs) that's the whole, that's what the show has been saying all along is that like, you can try to blame anything you want for things turning out the way they did and you being who you are. But at the end of the day, it's your actions that make everything possible for you. And it's the hard truth, but it's the real truth. And I just like was like, wow, Angela was this random character, but like she she said it like it is, and that was pretty powerful. I also just want to talk about the Bojack and Diane at the very end, but I can hold off if we're not quite there yet. At the at the in the last episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. What what what? Yeah. What else about that? <sighs> well, it's just like it's so. There, I feel like I'm. I'm really glad that the show kind of gives a lot of characters, but like especially Diane, the space to kind of like point out exactly why she's leaving Bojack's life because she she talks really specifically about like you know like I was really upset like when when you were gone. Like I wish I had my phone so I could show you this voicemail where you told me like 
I'm I'm like really drunk and I'm gonna go swimming. If you don't call me back, I'm gonna do it. And kind of making her feel responsible for that. And then like her fear that, you know, it it would be her fault. And then her hating the fact that he, he had that power over her to make her feel responsible even for a second, even though he knew she was in another state. Um, I think that that right there is the exact reason why she's breaking off their friendship because it is a creepy codependent toxic thing in those desperate moments. Not that they don't get genuine enjoyment out of each other's company. Like that, that is some unfair stuff. And she goes on to say like, you know, I wish I could have been that person you thought I was. But, like, you know, that person who could save you. And he's like, oh, but that's not your job. And then she says, like, then why did you always make me feel like it was? Allison Brie killed that line, Reed. She did. And the thing is, like, at its core, again, like, that's why they could never be together. Because when Bojack fell in love with her in the first season, it was because... She was writing a book about him. That just made him feel really important. She had to listen to him because he was her boss and he was paying her to write this book. But And that's like a weird balance of power. But it also made him feel like, oh, yeah, she does really care about me. But like, no, she's writing your book because it's her job. And then when they got closer, like, it was weirdly codependent and just not healthy. And I feel like Bojack always... His love for Diane had a lot to do with this idea that, like, being with her would help fix him as a person. And that is an impossible thing to expect from anyone, to fix you and to be the thing to make you better. Like, you have to be the one to do that for yourself. And the fact that he hasn't done that for himself and hurt her in the process is exactly why she's leaving him. And it's just, it's a lot, but I love it because, yeah, Diane deserves better. And she, she tells him what that felt like for her and you feel terrible for her in that moment yeah really good stuff on that yeah that's that's another great part of their conversation too i, I think the diane stuff really steals the the last episode uh, and, and and just so quickly fo- following up on that uh, part with the uh, the part of the of the power dynamic i i do enjoy as well another another piece of the season was hammering home bojack's um general p- p- dynamics towards women and yeah. uh, especially in that interview episode with the uh, um I, I forget her name but like the oprah analog yeah but like you know get getting called out on that and like he, he immediately has to let, go defensive like whoa whoa like I, I wasn't actively like being being that but like at, we've seen those those things go down, and we can see we can honestly see like the inherent dynamic. But it, it's interesting to you know depict like how someone can uh, you know blind themselves to to that and just take advantage of it without ever taking that into account and the consequences of turning a blind eye to that. Yeah, it's like the selfishness. I think what the chinchilla woman says is like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not trying to say, like, you're a bad guy who tries actively to hurt people. It's more that you just don't seem to care about what you're doing and how it affects others. It's the not caring that seems to be the real problem. And I think that's so true. That's exactly what Bojack is like. He's not... going out of his way to hurt people but he hurts people a lot because he's being very selfish and is not giving a thought to their own needs and what would be good for them you know 
and doesn't take into account the privilege that he that he's coming from in yeah. any, any exchange that he has. Totally. Yeah, good stuff, and I agree that that part was really powerful too. Um, nice to see Bojack called out um, for for a lot of this stuff <laughs> by many okay. people. By yeah. many people. Okay, episode seven. Quickly. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. So it's it's the Bojacks like uh, so presented as has his like subconscious dealing with dying. He's 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 in a dream with all these uh, dead people in his life, and um, he uh, you like slowly realized throughout the episode he's like dead or dying and for me it was like eventually you realize okay he's not gonna die because we wouldn't i guess probably be doing this whole thing but um still like a twist at the beginning of of uh, the next episode um and uh this the, the like the the dinner and the, the the show of everyone going through the door and a lot of uh like the goo that's like consuming him and a lot of like uh, uh shots of him in the pool that we eventually start seeing um Definitely, I think a lot of highlights. Uh, a highlight for a lot of people is um, is the the poem, the the view, the titular view from halfway down poem. Yeah, um, oh. yeah. Which uh, second viewing guys learned figured out a lot more what it was like as uh, someone uh, jumping off a bridge and how what they're thinking about as they're falling. Probably my interpretation. Yeah. Well, the, exactly. earlier in the, in the show, we saw Secretary jumped off a bridge. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, weird secretariat pull into this episode, but a lot of weird, a lot of weird character pulls. I feel like in in this episode, but um, well, then, it, yeah. it's just very interesting that he, Bojack has such little of a relationship with his dad that he decides better yeah. to imagine him as secretary. That's the most interesting yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, and they call that out. And yeah, um, yeah, M- Michelle, what do you think of this episode? How, and like, how good was this episode? This episode was really, 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 really good. Was it like the? Do you think is the best of the season? No, but it's very good at, I mean, best or hard, like best at what, you know, like that's a whole conversation, <laughs> yeah. but I don't want to have that conversation. This, I mean, the thing is like, they, they do so many things so well. I mean, you, you get the sense that like, maybe it's a dream from the very beginning. It's like, oh, there's a little Sarah Lynn in the overalls. Okay. What are we in for? But I think like the fact that like it starts slowly building this menace throughout and i don't know when you guys realized that he was drowning but for me it was when he takes the water and he's like oh why does this does anyone else's water taste like chlorine oh. i was like oh my god no i didn't yeah i didn't he's guess drowning in a pool because the black goop is like the goopiness takes away from like the fact that it's liquid enough that it kind of is like you don't know what that means that can mean a lot of things but the chlorine was like oh no he's definitely in a pool and the fact that everyone's accepting the fact that he's already dead and like you cannot escape this and that it's a lot of people he doesn't have he either didn't have a great relationship when he was alive with them or people that he had so many regrets that it complicates the good relationships he used to have and that they're the people in his life right now or like in this this hellscape rather that is just so uncomfortable also and they're all reminiscing on like the best and worst parts of their life and trying to understand if any of it makes any sense and, and kind of concluding that like they don't know and maybe it didn't and there's nothing after this and they're all just leaving through this door and that's all just so scary plus i kept wondering like when they're at the dining room table uh, they all had very specific food like bojack has pills 
like herb as like peanuts. Sterling has like fast food. It looks like the the uncle from the army had like something in like a can. Is that maybe like the last meal they ate before they all died or something? There seems to be some kind of significance tied to that food because it's different for all of them. But yeah, just the mounting dread. I honestly did. I was fifty percent willing to believe Bojack was going to die in that episode and. It's just uncomfortable to put your mind in that kind of headspace of like, yeah, what if these are the ghosts from your past and they're all moving on and they expect this to be the end for you. And it's just kind of sad and scary, mostly just scary. I just felt scared the whole time. Hmm. Yeah, very, uh, yeah, the, the, emo- the emotions the audience feels during it, the creeping sense of like dread and anxiety yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Alex, what do you think of that episode? Yeah, just uh, br- briefly, like the uh, the atmosphere, they did a really good job with bu- with building it up throughout the episode. Uh, I was a slow person and did not realize Bojack was drowning until that point where it's like, oh, this is the part where I always wake up and he's not waking yeah. up. And so like, okay, something's different. So, but uh, but when you rewatch, you 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 figure it out. Uh, also, like on, on rewatch, that that poem read by Secretariat hit a lot harder than it did yeah. the first time. But Same. I think it's because the first time you're watching it, you're kind of just enveloped in this like what the hell is going yeah, on your like, mind it, is racing you're like what's yeah, yeah. gonna happen to bojack you yeah, don't like, have time it, for a poem yeah it does a real good job of like fr- freaking you out and putting you in bojack's place of just like not understanding what's going on so then on second watch you get the details but on first watch they do a really good job with the atmosphere i'll say i prefer time's arrow to, to this episode if like we're we're gonna like compare like penultimate uh, experimental episodes but this is still a, a excellent episode episode and i think especially because of just like the the mind space that they're able to put you in with this like weird eclectic mitts of of characters that you've not thought about in a while but they managed to make them all interact in funny ways despite the weird atmosphere and yeah uh, bojack brought sarah lynn to the house of death good for him <laughs> uh... I was happy with the amount of Sarah Lynn. Uh, in the, the, no, yeah, it was uh, nice to hear her again, for sure. Abs- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's 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 a good, really good oh. episode. I only seen it. Uh, t- like, I feel like I need to see it even more times to judge, but I, not necessarily my type of thing. Very like metaphorical. One of the if we're treating this as a penultimate episode, maybe one of my lower ones. But um, but definitely definitely a lot clearer than Showstopper. Absolutely, Showstopper is at my bottom. Like, no question. <laughs> It's. I think they're similar-ish. In the, uh, yeah, this was like it had like a literal thing that was happening, and we're supposed to draw like comparisons. Showstoppers like clearly like uh, like more hazy. I don't. It's like different types of metaphorical, I guess. I don't know, but I, I think they're similar in my mind. Um, but uh, certainly, like the the impact it has and its role in the season are like really good. Um, also, this the way this episode ends with like him running through the goop oh and like God. racing to call Diane, and then like it, it the 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 brick that you feel in your in your heart. It's like you know I'm in Chicago. I, I can't do anything, and there's no way that I'd pick up. And so like, you get this. Uh, you you come to realization that this isn't happening and bojack is just kind of accepting his faith and it's like i just want to have you on the line while i'm de-. like it it, it 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 again like it's the desperation of, of bojack there to just have anything normal in in those in those moments like that that's kind of part of why that that hurts so hard on yeah. top of just like the culmination of this whole creepy atmosphere just collapsing in on him because of what he's done 
And it immediately cuts not to music, but just like, you the know, flat line. the flat line, which like I had to listen to the whole thing because I was like freaking out. And when you finally got a beep, I was like, oh, thank God. There's hope. Oh, is oh, they do? keep going in the credits, yeah, there's a beep. Oh, okay. dang it. About halfway through, the beep start, and I was like, holy shit, thank uh, God. That's bad. Okay. No, in, 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 insert uh, Raphael rant about Netflix cutting off yeah, the credits come here, on. right? Like, this is, that uh, makes sense. Uh, okay, I didn't I didn't keep listening. To no, but that ma- the it, makes the, it makes the twist less impactful if you no, know that. No, it doesn't, that. because, like, <laughs> well, it's, it's like the twist is there like versus... Five seconds, and then it's, okay. you still don't yeah, really know for sure until he goes to prison. Okay, interesting. I'll rewatch that. Um, I think pre- seven, eight, two, uh, probably the standouts for me looking back on the season. Um, I think eight. I think eight, the finale is probably my my best. That's probably going to be one of the most uh, notable BoJack Epps looking back on the the show. But we'll see. I guess how the finale <laughs> ages <laughs> and how people react to it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, my initial reaction is just the finale is so so good. Like it's one of the best, like maybe top ten episode of the show. I'm just trying to think about like when am I gonna be in the mood to rewatch Bojack? All of Bojack. <laughs> Honestly, I rewatched ranking. all of it for this last batch for the first time ever, and it's actually once you know a lot of the twists, it's a much easier watch the second time. <laughs> Not as bad. You honestly. can brace yourself for the terrible yes, stuff that's gonna you happen. You can brace yourself. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, I'm never in the mood to rewatch Bojack, <laughs> but maybe, maybe I'll force myself a little Like, bit. it's the best show ever, but at the it same is. time, like, you need to be in a very specific mindset, yeah. I feel. <laughs> yeah, you have to be, like, in a really good mental state, and then slowly it might chip you down, and then you stop for a while, you can watch something else. Yeah, p- more power to people who can do this all in one, one yeah, sitting, well. because, <laughs> Yeah, we'll see people watching the whole show uh, and get their reactions now, uh, now that the show's over. Uh, it just maybe interesting experience. Okay, um, those are all of our initial takes on the final season of BoJack. Um, kind of crazy. The show is over. Yeah. yeah. So, so so many shows about existence just ending. It's crazy. That means existence is. Uh, but I mean, BoJack temporary. isn't ending. Like, that's what I love. Like we said all it the a lot. Characters are continuing. Yeah. We, he said it a lot the last podcast, but the reason why it's so good he's not dying is because he would be a martyr. But it's not even about him being a martyr. It's because, like, that's a way out for him to not have to face anything. And it's it's so much easier to just die. Like, death is a piece. Living's the much harder part. And there is nothing more cathartic than to live through the bed you, like, made for yourself in this circumstance. And that's why it's going to matter more to people like, it's less scary to think, like, oh, no, all these bad things happened to this person, but then they died, so they got a release. It's way scarier to think, like, I might have to live with this for the rest of my life, and that's going to be I think so this miserable. Largely depends on your philosophy about life. Like, for me, <laughs> him dying would have been much worse fate, but uh, I, from a narrative perspective, I think certainly what well, you're saying. And, and also, like, like yeah. I, I don't know, I mean, I probably, probably shouldn't, like, bring real life stuff into this, but, like, when, when a celebrity dies and they've committed terrible actions we in the past them yeah we, yeah the we, 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 we focus on their positive aspects we yeah. shove the negative stuff to the side and so you can try you and so i think that there 
there's definitely more impact here of Bojack being alive so that these characters get to face Bojack and like air out their grievances one last time as opposed to like having to memorialize him and like and then it feels more gauche to talk about his his negative aspects but the fact that he's there to, to witness that 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 ends up having a bigger effect on these characters than if he were dead and they had to all of a sudden shift their mindset on him. Exactly. Like, it's prioritizing their feelings and response to the things he did to them, too. Like, it, it's it's putting that as, like, an equally important thing and not just all about BoJack, you know? Which I feel like the show's always been good at doing, is trying to flesh out their lives and give them their own humanity. Yeah, I, I like these points. Yeah, that, that's yeah. They would have had to got to get into that stuff if Bojack died, and the way they did it. I, yeah, like I, I again, I think like they did. They got some stuff out of like him dying and the feelings associated with like that, with that, and him grappling with stuff. And then they also got the the best parts of like everyone living and the, the interpersonal relationships in the finale. And um, for, right now, feels like a, a pretty brilliant way to handle things to, to end the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Hopefully we'll continue the conversation on BoJack at some point. Even at like we'll see if we have more specific podcasts. The very least BoJack will come up when we talk about a bunch of other shows and comparing BoJack to other shows and stuff. I'm uh, sure this will be a show uh, always referenced and, and compared to and talked about and stuff. So um, yeah, get get your let us know what you thought of the finale. Um, OverlyAnimated.com, YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated, our Discord, OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. We could we could do topic podcast about anything. I don't know what the the obvious topic about the Spojack, but I guess Spojack is 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 uh uh. We I think we talked a lot about it on here here. But if you have ideas for specific other things to get into the in the final season, because as uh, mentioned earlier, we are not going to dive into the episodes themselves like we do normally. Um, as mentioned in that announcement. Yeah, you know, like uh, I'm, I'm I'm interested to like think about other things earlier in the show that might see, seem different now that we know how it all ends. Like, yeah, but Bojack, sure. Bojack doesn't necessarily seem like the kind of show where like it'll change much, but like still con- considering now that we have this final season now, like going back to say like escape Alex, from LA, Alex. like what would, what would that feel like? The podcast is Alex rewatched all of Bojack after the final season and has some thoughts. So, <laughs> oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> Alex alone with his thoughts for an hour. Oh, Oh, no. Uh, Michelle watches it again. I mean, and... it's just for the third time, maybe. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would. I'm more interested now in the BoJack rewatch now that we know all of it. I think that'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, oh yeah, and then Patreon.com/slash/OverlyAnimated to support us. Thanks to all of our patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Lily, AK Panda Lily, and thanks to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, yeah, I guess uh, keep subscribed to the BoJack feed if you want to see anything that comes next. Nothing imminent um, and no episode discussions, as I said. But Maybe um, Tuke and Birdie Season 2, please? Oh anybody? God, anybody? Don't, don't twist my heart anymore, <laughs> Alex, please. I need a chaser. Don't, yeah, I would love that, a chaser. I mean, that would be nice. Oh, but would be the perfect chaser. We have no, Come on, no word, no rem- Absolutely no word on that as of now. Um, <laughs> uh, we will that's, be that's getting more depressing uh, than this finale. <laughs> some ways it honestly is <laughs> yeah we, we will be getting undone season two with Raphael. Yeah, that's true that's true that's, that's not the same. depressing 
Also a depressing show. So they're, 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 of course the depressing show has to continue, right? Like, we can only get the depressing. Uh, okay, maybe it'll be happy at Dunsey's too. Yeah, we'll see what everyone does uh, does next with from, from BoJack. Um, probably already working on, on stuff. That's really exciting. Because um, probably the show probably ended a little bit ago. Um, but... Uh, Okay, yeah, that's it. Let us know uh, what you thought about everything, and thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.